0: Business environment a very important topic for exam business environment is like 8% of the exam that almost becomes 12 to 13 question so although when comparing with people which is 42% of the exam or uh, process which is 50% of the exam uh, it is a very small part portion but the important thing is that you need to get out of uh, three domains you minimum should have two domains with target in order to clear the exam so it's an easy target to to move through it and it's not a very difficult topic once you understand it and once you combine it with few other topics in order to answer the business environment we must understand the fundamentals of the project we must understand uh, costing in a good define because many topics will be taken from the costing we must know starting of the project initiation those business case benefit management plan we must know ops and uh, ef that will be coming soon so, so those things are required uh, journey of cost journey of procurement journey of risk and journey of quality those four journeys we have already made you must watch those journeys before this topic because then this topic become easy for you uh, easy to understand, easy to work on those things. Okay, let's start with the business environment. The business environment is all about the project, uh, the environment in which the project works and how to gain the business. Business environment is all about one thing, how to get value and deliver it to the customer. So how does the business environment basically work? We know that for any organization, if any organization that is working, Okay, organization gives organizational strategy. That organizational strategy is basically transferred to portfolio. Portfolio decide how to take action on that. Like how many projects and programs are to produce? Program and projects. Okay. So organization gives strategy, portfolio decide on decision and what to do. Projects and programs they deliver value and that value is transferred to operation which basically relies the benefit. Okay. Projects and programs also realize the benefit, but they are transferred to operation. Then operation mayer those strategy and goes back to the organization. Hey organization, we plan to do this, we are doing this. And that goes back to portfolio, portfolio converted to programs, and this cycle moves on this is the fundamental how organization works how benefits are transferred from projects program to portfolio so it is important to understand in that context we must know what is project a temporary endeavor that we have taken to start the project it must have start and end date what is program program is a collection of related projects okay so collection of basically related projects how uh, pro- and it is a combination of projects how our projects are aligned to produce one thing for example let's say elon musk is trying to send people to the mass so that's more of a program okay it will have designed the satellite design the rocket designing the rocket design the capsule on which supplies will be transferred so that is one part then that is one part then project then sending the rocket will be project, communication will be a project so you combine those projects into one program then comes the portfolio first operations so projects is basically temporary operations are permanent, ongoing activities those maintenance activity. Uh, let's take an example let's say you are making a new car that new car will be project once that car has been done it will transfer to operation to produce the same car car on daily basis so, how they interlink? So, projects produce something, okay. Add them to the projects, operations start. It is possible something happens in operation as a result of another project start, and so on. So, they overlap with each other in this way. Then, combination of projects, program, operation, sub portfolio, it makes this the portfolio of the organization, okay and organization strategy drives portfolio program and this is our overview of these things now organization does not work in vacuum whenever the organizations are working there are two influences on the organization organizational process assets those policies procedure tools and template those lesson learned those important lesson learned register all those things are defined in ops Then we have EEF, Enterprise Environmental Factor. So those internal factors or external factors that are mostly out of the control of the team, like resource availability, rate of the resources, internal permit, how do you get work permit, hot work permit from the organization, from health and safety, that is mostly not in the control of the project team. They have a checklist they have to follow. Then external permit, how do you get those external permit to start working and start working on this? So OPS, EF, the factors that you need to consider while starting the projects. So once the pro- we have identified the need, need of the project exists, we do the need assessment, okay, operational feasibility of that, then we make a business case. Business case is more of a cost-benefit analysis that why do we want to do the project. The cost justification, the real part where stakeholders are more interested. So we have various methods to make business case. Business. So we have payback period. Payback period means how much time it takes to get our investment back. If I am spending one million dollars, how many years or month it will take to get my investment back? And of course, earlier the I get the payback, the better it is. Two projects having investment of 5 million okay the project which can return me investment earlier one is two second is third this project two years will always be better then we have roi return of investment how much money i am spending and how much i am going to get return of investment higher return of investment there is the better it is for your project of course then we have benefit to cost ratio greater than benefit to cost ratio is always good how much benefits are there and what are the cost? You can also see in exam cost to benefit, reverse of that thing. So that's the same thing does not make much of a difference. Then we also have present value, what is the value of something in today's and future value. What is the value of something in future and their relationship? One plus interest rate into number of years. So you can calculate future. I haven't seen any question regarding that we are also considering two concepts IRR internal rate of return like how much cash is coming in how much cash is going out and the better IRR uh, the inter- internal rate of return how the how much interest rate you have all those things and the net present value it is basically cash coming in cash going out. net present value must be greater than zero better than zero is always good thing so come your income your expense if you have Income and expense equal zero is a minimum thing. If you have negative, it's a bad thing. If you have more income and less expense, so do a positive NPV, and that is a better thing. Same goes for IRR. Higher IRR, the better it is. Guys, these terms I can actually go into detail. When we do business analyst course, we do go dive deep into detail. But for PMP perspective, what I have just told is more than enough. Payback period for two projects for comparison, the payback period, the one that have lowest is better. IRR, ROI, NPV, the greater it is, the better it is for you. Another costing model that we utilized while working on this is net promoter score. So net promoter score is a very good thing. It basically measures the customer satisfaction. So let me ask you, from 1 to 10, how much you are satisfied with these journey's videos? how much it is giving value to you uh, with your time 1 to like you can use minus 100 to 100 whatever the scale you decide so if you are not satisfied okay 1 to 6 mean D trackers you wouldn't recommend it to anyone else if you are 7 to 8 yeah you are okay with it but not so much happy you will not convey it to others 9 to 10 you are very happy you can communicate to others so that is basically net promoter score Another test we use is A B testing. So A B testing can be used in two various ways. It is basically used to check which product is gonna work. So for example, right now I'm using two markers. Tell me which marker is working better: A or B. We can show customer two product and we can measure which product customer likes better, A or B. That is the basis of A-B testing. Or sometimes we just show one product at various area to get the customer feedback. Those A-B testing. All the Facebook is basically showing you different kind of ads and measuring A-B testing on you to which ads you are reporting more, you are reflecting more and then they are showing you those product. So these are basically the fundamentals, some of the fundamentals of uh, business. In this video basically we are covering some of the fundamentals as well as biz- business analysis because that goes go hand to hand. Now, coming back to the governance, governance is a system, structure, how you are going to govern that particular project, how you are going to do everything. So, this structure can become the structure of, this specific structure can become the structure of governance, how you are measuring those things, what are the things that you need to measure, how that correspond. Everything that we do in the project comes under the structure of governance then we look at the project phases now phases is a collection of a logical steps okay it's a collection of a logical step so all the process group can come under one uh, project phase let's say you are designing a project then you are going to install then you are going to do commissioning then you are going to testing so all those things can be distinct phases all initiation planning execution everything happened in designing and as a result of that at the end you have a deliverable. So when a phase end we call it as a phase gate, phase review, kill point, stage gate, stage review many names. The purpose is at the end of the phase the team sit together and decide should we move ahead or not. Now very important thing when we are making business case okay first we do need assessment. After need assessment. Like this is a one phase is complete team sit together should we move ahead or not then we make business case and benefit management plan benefit management plan is a plan that has all the benefits that is related to the project target benefits all those things so what are the benefits of that particular project once that is completed we submit it to sponsor they approve we have again phase gate review we decide should we move ahead or not then project charter and stakeholder register phase gate and then project management plan and so on and so on so all these are phase gate to review them so in this way there is a phase gate so sometimes you need to escalate it to your program portfolio manager if you decided you did something and you say maybe you need more cost maybe more time is required then you need to see how you can escalate this thing to the further authority then governors also define how to verify how quality is going to check and how we are going to show it to the customer should we do it online or the customer is going to come all these things are defined by validation a very important topic so this is done a very important topic that we do in business analysis is compliance it's a particularly new topic and you wouldn't find this topic in any of the books especially Rita because uh, this topic has been added by PMI ATP material but it's a very easy topic actually you know what is compliance you do health and safety compliance every organization have child protections compliance environmental compliance everyone knows that quality compliance risk compliance your vehicle compliance there are so many compliance in the project so all these compliance come under the category of compliance so compliance are identified and they are put into the risk register that's why i said risk is very important because those procurement compliance they come here, audit uh, your money compliance, the IRR, uh, tax compliance. So you put all the compliance as a threat or oh, compliance is always considered as negative. They are not considered as opportunity. they are considered as threat, okay unless it is specific some special case. They are put in a risk register and just as we monitor the risk, we use them risk. We put specific uh, addition on the quality compliance, how to handle quality and what are the purposes that we are going to use quality compliance, how that is going to help us, procurement compliance and all those things. So, value analysis we discuss AB, NPS, ROI, payback, NPV, IRR, business, benefit to or cost. Organization structure. Your organization can vary from project to project. You can have projectized organization in which the organization entire focus is on the project, the, like most of the time the construction company comes, they want to make a bridge, they hire people, temporary, project manager has all the authority, when the project is done, end of the company or end of that project. That's a projectized organization. Some organizations just work for project, they are projectized organization. Whereas various organization works in the, ter- in the terms of functional. The terms are functional organization, so they are more for operational side. Then we have a matrix organization. Okay, so matrix organization. So matrix organization is more basically a combination of projectized and functional organization. So if let's say a project come in a functional organization, it becomes a uh, matrix organization. It can be weak medium or strong depending upon the nature of the project that the company is doing and if it is strong matrix the authority more lies in the project manager if it is weak matrix the authority more lies on uh, functional manager if it is balanced then we need to set a working agreement because authority is settled in between then we have virtual organization we have hybrid organization composite organizations okay so configuration management First of all let's see what is change management, anything that happens in projects, any change that we deal in project and I highly recommend you what journey of change request is done by change management plan, change control board and that must be mentioned in the business environment every organization have a procedure how to handle the change, the governance system defined how to handle the change in the product project that is managed by change control board, change in the product is managed by configuration management system how the products are going to change especially version control how you are going to handle the one version to another version that is managed by configuration management plan and it also come under governance the project opa have to discuss business case discuss benefit lesson one throughout the projects you are getting lesson and throughout the project you are writing lesson learn it's a misconception that lesson learns are written at the end of the project they are written throughout the project and at the end they are finalized and in if you are working in a predictive environment this we have lesson learned register in agile environment we have agile retrospective so that at end of each retrospective we sit together to get the lesson and we implement them and at the end of the project uh, like normal we have every sprint or iteration we have iteration retrospective or a sprint retrospective at the end of an agile project we have agile retrospective for the entire project and we actually document that in lesson learned register and both lesson learned register and uh, agile retrospective uh, ret- lessons are put into the lesson repository so that they can be used for future last and one of the most important topic projects drive change any organization that does not follow change will be outlawed, will will outlive will will be moved away from the market. Example of Nokia, example of Kodak is one of the biggest example. Example of uh, Amazon taking over the entire uh, brands company is a, is a very good example. Because if you don't manage that change, you cannot manage that thing. How do you manage change? We have Kaizen, continuous improvement. Without putting our money, you do continuous improvement. Then we have a cycle plan do study act the demon cycle plan do check act or plan do study act both are the same considered but uh, pmi mentioned more of a plan do study act so you can do kaizen you can do plan do study act you can identify the problem but the basic is whenever a problem occur you do the root cause analysis identify from it and adopt being adoptable being agile mindset that is what pmp consider. so that is or everything you need to know about the 8 percent of the exam business environment so this is another addition in our journeys video if you have not watched i highly recommend for this video before this video watch journey of quality procurement risk and journey of change request that will give you a help and also watch other journeys so to get the context of those things i will also put those journeys in the description that you can find it and if you have not subscribed to our YouTube channel, I highly recommend you do that. As you can see that our commitment is rising very high. We are putting more content than everyone else in the world. Today, even just today, we have put coaching call in which I solve the question. We put the journeys video, lesson learned video of a student. Then I put another video, then this one video, same goes for LinkedIn. So guys, you don't want to miss this thing. We have everything there for you and all of this is of course and if you want to need our help because you know all our programs are basically training and coaching where everyone else in the world provides training and that's it you are on your own we provide coaching we provide your coaching till you clear the exam so our next batch is going to start on 10th of September I guess we have only three or four seats uh, all of the sports are filled we only allow 20 students so you if, if you are considering that if you have not joined training program i highly recommend we also have one to one program in which you can study one to one with me so thank you very much for uh, watching this video and if you become pmp do share share with me i would love to record your journey and share with others thank you very much live with passion and become pmp